episode 38 of one life living podcast i'm your host steve callahan and i'm incredibly grateful every time we continue this journey together uh, globally i want to send out a huge thank you to everybody who has supported who has listened who has taken the time to join my friend uh, michelle thorne uh, on the previous two podcasts I encourage you to go back and take the time uh, to listen to the emotional journey that has become uh, her family's uh, life now. But not only that, um, her pursuit, um, her healing, uh, and the strength that we can draw from that is absolutely incredible. And I believe it's a a true grift. So please take the time to uh, go back uh, <clears throat> have a listen and um, and draw what you need from that. Uh, that's probably what the most important thing is, is that when vulnerability appears through someone, it becomes a gateway for healing. And um, I think it's an incredibly powerful gift that Michelle has shared with us now. I'm hoping that that will not be the last two conversations. They have been incredible. Um, I thank her for that. And I look forward that when she comes back here again, uh, to sit with us and continue that journey and that conversation. And I hope that that will be very, very soon. I continue to remind you that as the great poet Bob Marley scribed, live the life you love, love the life you live. And I consider that, you know, we are, we are coming out of the, the global pause. Uh, I know locally here in the tropical island of Newfoundland, we are coming out very quickly. And People don't like that. And I understand that. I understand because there's a fear of unknown. There's the fear of unknown. We are at a comfort level and a control level that everything is looked after for us. And all of a sudden now the responsibility becomes back on our own health and our own awareness and our own mindset and our own sense of well-being. That can become a little scary. And I understand that. I'm going to ask you to just trust. I'm going to ask you to do that with love. What you give, it comes back to you. You give hate hate comes back. If you give love, love comes back. Uh, I'm going to ask you to pursue this with love as we come out of this pause, as we come out to a new world and um, embrace it. You know, what's what I see going across my country of Canada, it's, it, it can become very discouraging, but that's not who we are as true Canadians. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's important to understand that we have to respect everyone. 
You have to respect everyone's choices, everyone's beliefs. And that's what makes the country and the world as beautiful as what it is. And we have to embrace love. Um, it's not about what we believe to be our way of right. Um, we need to embrace love. Uh, we need to embrace the people that uh, make up this beautiful country, this beautiful world. And we will not truly appreciate the gift that was given to us. I really believe that the gift that was given to us back in March 2020, uh, when we were told to slow down, we were told to pause, we were told to look inward. Um, that gift that was given to us, if we don't embrace what was really good about that, then we never, ever will. You know, I believe that if you have three to four good decades left in this, you know, beautiful life, why not make it the best? Why not make it the best? So I'm going to ask you to do that. I'm going to ask you to uh, embrace love as we come out of the pause. What I wanted to talk to you today about is, is working for a bigger purpose. You know, we sometimes look at our lives as being involved with a job. And a job is just above broke or just over broke. And that's really not a way for us to look at our life as a job. We need to look at our life as a purpose, as a passion. So what if work wasn't just work? What if work was a vehicle to live and share a bigger purpose? I think that's when happiness truly exists. A lot of times I get asked so many times, you know, are you truly happy? Are you faking it? Or what do you do to become happy? And I think you get in line with your passion and your purpose. That's it. And along the way, you know, we'll have an occupation. We'll have a job. We'll have something that, you know, needs to be done. And as we choose to do that, what do we extract from it? And what do we give back to it? See, I believe there's flawed perception in our society that in order to live a life of purpose, we have to leave our jobs and go solve world hunger, feed the homeless, go into a ministry or start a charity. And we know that's just bullshit. Those are great, beautiful things, but that's not what we have to do. We don't have to give up what we do in order to become someone. Now, I've I have encouraged many times to walk away. That's at, the, that's at the detriment of your mindset and your heart set. It's, it's doing that to make sure that those things are aligned and taken care of. Yes, it's incredibly powerful to, to understand the people that are truly impacting your life and who you should be around. But your chosen occupation those things that you choose to do, they can become so much more. While these, you know, things like starting charities and, and you know, and, and working within those types of passions, you know, while they're all noble clauses and many are called to do these very things, I understand that. For many of us, our bigger purpose can be found in the here and the now, in the jobs we have right under our noses. And when we live on purpose, with purpose, it will provide the ultimate fuel for a meaningful life. And it will provide for happiness. You may not build libraries around the world, but you can find the bigger purpose in reading to your children. You may not feed the homeless every day, but you can nourish your employees and customers with a smile. A 
kind word and care. And while you may not start your own nonprofit organization, you can begin a charity initiative at work. I mean, after all, charity means love and action. You can make a difference every day and touch the lives of everyone you meet. Everyone. While these people may not be starving because of a lack of food, you can provide them with a different kind of nourishment that will feed their souls and feed your own in the process. And that is something that I have chosen to do. And if I can do that, so can you. You know, I heard of a janitor who worked at NASA. And even though he was sweeping the floors, he felt his bigger purpose was contributing to put a man on the moon. He felt he had a purpose of being there. I know a bus driver whose purpose is to help kids stay off drugs, providing them a pathway from the time that they leave their place of education to go home and not to stop in between. He believes he is a vehicle to help kids stay off drugs. I think that's incredible. I know an administrative assistant who has become the chief energy office, sir of her company, the chief energy officer, the CEO of her company. She's not an administrative assistant. She provides the energy of the company. Now, when you look at those two things, I'm certain you can appreciate there's happiness and a different life that's there. I received an email from a woman in the mortgage business who sees her job as a way to help couples save their marriages by keeping their homes. Beautiful, it's beautiful. And personally, I met a Roadhouse Steak employee named Rita in the Orlando airport who makes thousands of air travelers smile every day. She is an absolute rock star. And the list goes on. Ordinary people with extraordinary purpose, as simple as that. They are working for a bigger purpose. In any job, our purpose waits for us to find it and live it. You have to find it. You have to know that you are there for that reason, that gift. I can't tell you what your purpose should be, but I can tell you that every one of us can find a bigger purpose. Every one of us. I can tell you that every job, no matter how glorious or boring it may seem, will get mundane if we let it, we get out of life what we put into life, truthfully. Purpose keeps it fresh, and when we are filled with purpose, we tap into an endless supply of energy. When you align with your purpose, that's where the energy comes from. That's where the energy comes from. Don't wait until you get on a mission to start living with a mission. Don't wait until the week end. The week end? The week end? You end something? You never end something. You start something. You weak start. But don't wait until the weekend to feed people who are hungry. Bring your mission to work. Start working for a bigger purpose and nourish others in the process. With a big enough why, you can overcome any how. Anyhow. You know, I want to share with you and I have this posted in my um, in my office, my 
sanctuary here, my library. But it's a declaration for daily heroism by Robin Sharma. And I'm so blessed to have Robin in my life. So I want to read this with you because I read it. I won't say every day, but the days that I certainly do. Today is a gift. The past is an illusion and the future is unknown. And so I am leveraging this day, this day to express my talents, elevate my genius and serve the world. I work for the world. Yes, I work for the world. When I feel afraid, I continue. When I feel I am criticized, I persist. When I face a wall, I overcome. When I am tired, I rest. I now understand that all great pursuits demand unusual focus, deep devotion, and uncommon hope in a world class. If world class was easy, everyone would be doing it. And so I commit to the process, knowing that each day is my life in miniature. And as I craft each day so I construct my life. Today, this day, I radiate optimism. Today, this day, I go the extra mile. Today, this day, I do the work that vows and wows. Today, this day, I celebrate my loved ones. Today, this day, I am kind. I am a lion, not a sheep. A leader, not a follower. A victor, not a victim. This day is all I have. I'll elevate my mindset. I'll calibrate my heart set. I'll iterate my heart health set. And I'll recreate my soul set. So that I model possibility today. So that I exemplify audacity today. And so that I'll walk with dignity today. This is my day. Now is my time. Beautiful. Thank you, Bob. It's a tough time of the year for many especially as restrictions, again, are being lifted and we actually come out of a world that whether we like it or not, was controlled for us. And a lot of us not having control can actually cause increased anxiety. We can measure everything except mental health. And I wanted to let you know that if you still feel isolated and or alone in the near future, and if you need to share and or vent with somebody, I would be happy to be that person. Never any judgment, only empathy. Please reach out to those who may be lonely. And remember, they don't have to be alone to be lonely. If you need a friendly text, a chat, a video, or a connect, I'm at 709-746-8780. Always your friend, Callie. Uh, I can't thank you enough. You continue to grow this global journey. I'm so happy for that. I will always ask you to please like, share, subscribe. Uh, recommend somebody that may want to listen to this. It would truly mean the world to me, and I hope the world to them. We are live on YouTube, Apple, iTunes, Google, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Alexa, and I are at radio. Continue to live one life that you have.